0: Welcome to the Sabbath School Rescue Podcast with your host, Buster Swoops and Michael Campbell. This week, in preparation for Sabbath, October 17, we look at the quarterly lesson three, the law as a teacher. Come explore with us as we see how the law cannot save us and yet has a lot to teach us. The Sabbath School Rescue Podcast is hosted by Michael Campbell and
1: Buster Swoops at Southwestern Adventist University. We love learning and sharing God's Word, and together we have 18 years of pastoral experience, and now we have the privilege to dig deeper into this study.
0: All right, welcome to uh, this week's quarterly, which is the Law as a Teacher. This is Lesson 3 for Sabbath, October 17th. And the memory text is actually found in Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 5, New King James Version. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. Also repeated in several Gospels. And this is is beautiful. And this is once again showing us the law as our teacher, but it still falls after the law of love as well. Right, Michael?
1: Absolutely. You know, it reminds me of... You know, key idea that God's character, his love is revealed through his law.
0: Amen. Amen. So uh this leads us to Sunday's lesson to love and to fear God. What is what's this talking about?
1: Yeah, you know, if if we're really thinking about Adventist education, we just had a an interview, so we want to invite our listeners to go online to, to Facebook, check it out. Uh we interviewed Dr. Gordon Beats, who is the coordinator of these sabbath school lessons for this quarterly so it's kind of neat to get a little bit of perspective and he was dynamite gold d- gold <laughs> yeah so you want to check it out it's it's worth your time to uh listen to that uh and one of the takeaways for me personally is how education is really at its most essential basic element is relational yes he's talking yeah. about that eq and everything else how um, and I, I think that's really what we're looking at in this lesson to love and fear God is God wants to have a relationship with us and he wants to have a relationship with his people. So God's really educating the the children of Israel. That's what this verse, this passage here is talking about in Deuteronomy chapter 31.
0: Okay. All right. I, I, I love that. And it, it asks this question, what does it mean to fear the Lord? Well, God was kind of sharing with them. This is This is what I expect from you. This is yeah. what I want from you. So I'm not just going to tell you to do something you don't know how to do. I'm going to show you how.
1: And that the best teacher that just doesn't tell you but actually says, here, let me help you and show you."
0: Yeah, one of, one of the scariest texts in in the word for me is found in Philippians four nine. Those things which you've heard and seen and saw me do, and the God of peace will be with you. The Apostle Paul's writing, and that's scary because as a teacher. It's very hard for us to say, hey, just do whatever I'm doing and you'll be all right, right? Yeah. We often yeah. Tell us about shy away from it. Do as I say, not as I do. I was
1: about to say that. Do as I say. That. That's <laughs> <that too. laughs>
0: and yet here's God saying, yeah. Do follow my character, and this is exactly how you're how you're supposed to conduct yourself.
1: I love it. Yeah. And in Deuteronomy chapter 31, it's actually Moses reading the law. In fact, they're carrying it around with them, so it's in their presence. So God's very relational in the way that He's doing that. Um, he's making sure they have the law, they have access to understand it and uh and there's even a a system here that's redemptive so people that kind of fall out of out of track it talks about uh having a uh, a cycle every seven years of redemption so somebody that you know ends up indentured or whatever um because of their debts or everything else there's a system for that so god is very redemptive and compassionate and the law of god while it is a high standard uh, but God, at the same time, is working with the children of Israel here in this case, where they're at, and trying to educate, trying to teach them in the best way possible.
0: Yeah, and that, that's that's beautiful because once again, God is not just God of see you as I do, but also not only I'll show you, but mm-hmm. I will have order to mm, it. Right? Love it. Sequential order that that's there.
1: Well, tell us about Monday, uh, Buster. A witness against you. What's this? A witness
0: against you. So Deuteronomy 31, 31 14 to twenty-seven. This is Moses once mm-hmm. again speaking, but he's speaking before his death. He mm-hmm. know he knows he's about to die, and yeah. Joshua is going to take over, and he's 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 good with that. Yeah. But listen to verse twenty-seven, especially. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For I know you. Uh, for I, for I know your rebellion and your stiff neck. If today, while I'm yet uh, yet alive with you, you have been rebellious against the Lord then how much more after my death? Mm-hmm. And so Moses is saying, I know that you guys have have uh, have been against the Lord. You, you have not followed what God has asked you to do. And I know I've given my all. What's going to happen to you after I die, right? Yeah. And and it was a, a, an adequate question uh, because he is saying, I care about you. It wasn't that that I don't care. It's I care about you and I don't want to see you go down this path. And honestly, mm-hmm. so we look down the path of, even in Christianity today, we keep going down this rabbit hole, right? <laughs> uh, so Moses's concerns mm-hmm. were valid. Yeah, uh, they've been proven valid. And then it goes on a, a little bit later and to ask about uh, the law as a witness, uh, as a witness against them, uh, Romans three nineteen through twenty three, and we we oftentimes quote Romans three twenty three. But here, this is the law showing us our need for Christ, mm-hmm. saying that the law is not the thing that can save us. The, the very thing that can save us is actually Jesus Christ. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the law is just a reflection of that. Uh, the picture at the very beginning of this lesson shows a person looking at the, the Ten Commandments and just sees their reflection shining back at them. Well, this is what the law does. It shows us our sin, but it doesn't save us. It's Christ is the one who saves us. Yeah. I love how the
1: Apostle Paul in Galatians 3.24 describes the law as our guardian or our teacher.
0: Yeah. pedagogos right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, be- beautiful there. And continues mm-hmm. on. It mm-hmm. uh, goes on a little bit talking about this word that I love that the authors are bringing out this, mm-hmm. this lesson, which yeah. is that you may prosper. What does that share with us, Michael?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And actually, it's one of my favorite Bible promises in all of Scripture and how... Um, God has a purpose. Uh, The fancy term is teleology. What's what's the end result? Telos, uh, the end. And uh, Joshua 1, verses 7 and 8, Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. And do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that Mm. you may be successful wherever you go. Um, And keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful.
0: Amen. Amen.
1: What I really like this is it's just a promise that God doesn't arbitrarily choose the law to kind of make us miserable. It's, you know, how can I force them to do what I want? Um, God's not a God of force, um, no, he's not. but but those laws have a purpose and they represent eternal principles of his kingdom. And so here we see these laws and God's trying to remind them, hey, if you follow these things, your life's going to be a lot better off.
0: You know, uh, uh, as you're say- saying that uh, our lives being better off and God is trying to share with them, this is a better path. Mm-hmm. You could take off the path and you can be your own teacher right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh but you're going to teach yourself the wrong things mercy (laughs) watch me and follow me and i'll teach you the correct things yeah
1: and i i you know building on that uh the lesson kind of highlights revelation 12 17 14 12 uh several other passages here what that's talking about is god's people at the end of time are going to have that kind of concept of god's law that Uh, God's law, and especially like the Sabbath and keeping the correct day and everything else, it's not just about keeping the correct day, but that law and observing the Sabbath, keeping God's commandments is actually a test of loyalty um, because those people understand at the end of time that our God is a loving God. And and because uh, we want to honor him, we want to keep the Sabbath, not because we have to or I can be right and prove other people wrong, but it's relational. And because I have that relationship and I know and love an amazing creator, God, that out of a a joyful heart and abundance of, it just kind of flows out of you naturally. You want to do it. Amen. You know?
0: You know, uh, Several students in my Christian beliefs class, they said, we want a relationship with God, but we don't know how to have it.
1: Mercy. So I went to the yeah. back to
0: the best book that I know of how to teach them how to do that, Steps to Christ. Ooh. And so I'm bringing out the the highlights of each chapter, just taking them chapter by chapter. Mm. And some of them are saying, oh, I didn't know this. I didn't know that." Mm-hmm. And what they're doing is mm-hmm. two, twofold. They're learning about the steps to salvation, but they're also learning that Ellen White's not as crazy as they thought. (laughs)
1: You know, I see that again and again, Buster. Yes. That people think a certain perception, for example, of God's law. Right. Or in this case, you know, Ellen White, and uh, and then actually read her writings and then discover, hey, she's actually a pretty cool person.
0: Yeah. You know, and and the reason why I bring that up is because Mm She has this portion that is there in the, uh, well, it's all throughout, but repentance and then confession mm-hmm. of when we fully surrender to God, mm-hmm. how it will be our desire to hate the things that we used to love mm. and love the things that we used to hate. Wow. <laughs> and I mean, that line, Michael, I yeah. put that up and it just touched me so much. Yeah. I share it with them, and I kind of saw their eyes open. I saw the twinkle yeah. happen. Yeah, and it uh, it's in so line do, with what we're talking about. How does right it right right. happen,
1: Buster? How do
0: how does that take place? You you know, it, it happens mm-hmm. with that surrender. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, uh, simply when she talks about it, it's mm-hmm. uh, she talks about. Maybe the first thing is you do in the morning, you maybe do it day after day, yeah, but when you really and and the power she talks about of choice mm. choice, right mm-hmm. even yeah. here at education, Gordon Beats was talking about it, yeah, which is some people are there for an education, but they choose not to be educated
1: yeah yeah <laughs> and
0: some people make the choice to actually be educated same mm-hmm. thing yeah either we choose to follow God or we don't if you really choose them, then you'll actually follow those steps and you'll look for it, and God's saying, "You will find me
1: yeah. Well, it sounds like uh, it's all about uh, character and conversion. That's uh, God it is a force, is. But, Amen. but there it is. It's that transforming experience that, that we can have Amen. Uh, by God's grace. So um, tell us what's going on with the toils and struggles of, of law keepers.
0: You know, uh, this, this one was uh, rather interesting as I was going through it uh, because I didn't see, you know, like many of the readers, sometimes I jump to conclusions
1: right
0: yeah <laughs> and so when I first read this I'm like what's he trying to say with second chronicles 31 uh, 20, uh, 20 and 21 mm-hmm. and it, I'll just read this uh, uh, for your, for your hearing New King James Version okay. thus Hezekiah did throughout uh, did throughout all Judah and he did what was good and right and true before the Lord is God and yeah. in every work that he began in service of the house of God and the law and the commandment to seek his God, he did it with all of his heart, so he prospered. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, are they taught to teach us a prosperity gospel here? And, and I did a deep dive. Once again, I, I yeah. looked up this word prosper. It's the yeah. same one that was in Joshua 1, 8, uh-huh. uh, which is Salak. But this word does not mean rich. <laughs> mm. It means someone who pushes forward and who was in good condition. Mm-hmm. So he was always in good condition with God and with man, mm. because he was doing the correct thing, because he was seeking God. But then I realized the author wasn't going there at all. And uh, Mark 6, uh, that's talking about uh, John the Baptist, who was actually beheaded. Job, we know the story of Job, who was at the boils, whose family was taken. All these horrible tragedies happened to him. And then Paul talking about getting flogged and shipwrecked and all these different things, mm-hmm. saying, uh, basically, were these faithful people, did they actually prosper? And mm-hmm. they actually did, right? Even though it didn't look like they were. They were still in good spiritual condition mm-hmm. which is the best condition ever to have and it ends there with Hebrews 11 13 through 16 talking about you know maybe you've heard of that we're just pilgrims passing through this world yeah it was mentioning the same thing there we're just pilgrims passing through uh, and those of us who, who recognize that even though we give our lives right we belong to a heavenly country we belong to heaven we're citizens of heaven And so uh, it just encourages us of recognizing what true prosperity is, which is being in good condition with God. And as much as possible, according to to Romans 15, living at peace with men. Right.
1: Love it. Love it. Well, um, moving right along, I think uh, that peace with men uh, and what you're describing, the ultimate example of obedience to the law is is Jesus Christ. Amen. And uh, we have a variety of different passages that are listed here. Uh, Luke chapter 2, of course, you have the story about Jesus going yes. to the temple, gets lost. Yep. And at the end of that, there's this kind of really intriguing comment that, that Jesus was obedient to his parents. So mm. um, so not only is he following God's laws, but, but he is trying to do his best to also honor his parents. So he's working within his cultural context and providing honor to his parents. So I, mm-hmm. I like that. Um, and the other key text here is talking about how Jesus ultimately was obedient to death, even the death on the cross mm. and I find that very interesting because you know if anybody could break the law, you'd think God could just kind of change things and let things slide, so Jesus wouldn't have to actually die on the cross, but yeah. jesus's death itself proves that god's law is real and binding that that there's
0: that, yeah. you know it
1: can't just be done away with on a on a whim
0: you, you know i think of uh, abraham about to uh about to kill isaac yeah and how his hand was stopped mm-hmm. uh god could have said you know let's stop let's stop okay we're good you see he was about to do it yeah. but no he 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 decided he said i'm gonna go through with it all the way all the way and
1: you know that's the beauty of of the death of jesus on the cross shows that God's law is still valid. Yes. Um yes, some of the ceremonial uh types that prefigured and pointed to Jesus were fulfilled in yeah. in Jesus's death, but that still didn't do away with God's ultimate law no. as the foundation of of his kingdom, his
0: his character. His character. Yeah, all yeah. of that.
1: It's so vital to understand. I think that's kind of really where a lot of people get things wrong is, you know, looking at and saying, "Hey, wait a minute." Um, is God really a loving God? Is God a fair God? So, a lot of people are really wondering Is um, God somebody that I can truly trust? Can I have a relationship with Him? And I think the message of, of Jesus' death, just like with your students in, in Steps to Christ, you know, is Hey, I, you know, the law of God is something that's a, a really good thing, amen.
0: It, it really is, and Jesus showed us that. The Word of God still shows us that. And uh, Mm. I recently heard that Gallup did a poll. Hmm. It said those people who are spiritual are are, uh, 70% more likely to be happy, right? Wow. Uh, This is a secular, you know, they're they're just doing these surveys, right? Uh Uh, And it it just just shows us that when there's fulfillment and purpose of Mm -hmm. living out what God has called us to do, and the Holy Spirit is in our lives, it brings other attributes uh, that some people might say, Oh, I can buy that. Well, you can't buy it, right? That's the true meaning of prosperity. Well, you
1: know, I love how each week we've been coming back to Jesus as we kind of round out the lesson, because Jesus is that model teacher. Yes. And that's what this, you know, Thursday's lesson is really all about. It's pointing us back. Jesus is our example. He's that teacher. He's not asking us to do anything that he wasn't willing to do himself.
0: Yeah. And you know what? That's why it's so important for us to get to know Mm. his character for ourselves, not Mm -hmm. through sermons. Not through audio I'm sorry, but we need to get down into the word ourselves. <laughs> Find out about yeah, experience the character of Christ for ourselves mm-hmm. and take it for our own.
1: Yeah, and and I, I want to not uh, finish off this this week's le- uh, you know reflection on on the on this week's lesson in the quarterly without coming back to the fact that you know one of the things I love about Ev- Adventist education yes is that it's Christ centered. Amen. I'm not saying that every teacher is perfect. I know no. I know that because I'm not. <laughs> no, I, I'm nowhere near. But. Um, At the end of the day what I love in my own experience through the years as teachers that you know uh, Despite foibles and everything else they pointed me to Jesus and by God's grace I love to be able to work in an environment where I have the privilege and opportunity to Hopefully by God's grace and despite my flaws, but hopefully somehow to to Have the privilege to point young people to Jesus as well.
0: You know, I I have to end with this. I've been excited I said God May there not be a semester that goes by for me personally without having one soon at least who is going to get baptized. I have mm-hmm. a baptism that's prepared for the October thirty yeah. first. Mm-hmm. Martin Luther, not not Halloween, right? All right. Refor- Reformation <laughs> Day. Reformation Day, right? <laughs> uh, but I have two students getting baptized there. But love it. There's three others that are coming through, and that mm. you know, one of one my readers, my reader. Yeah, she, I just found out two days ago. She's like, I've never been baptized. Week of prayer. The speaker really spoke to me. I want to be baptized oh this week. Goodness. I'm like, wow. God is just moving on this campus, and I'm yeah. excited about it. And you know, what a great time we have to be educators, Michael.
1: It is. And by the way, week of prayer, If, if just little shout out for Southwestern. Is just go to our uh, Southwestern webpage or Facebook webpage or whatever. We've got the videos on there. I've been really touched to see how students have been sharing from their hearts how Amen. God has been transforming their lives.
0: Amen. God, God is moving.
1: Yeah. Well, this uh, wraps up another week. So this is Soup. And Swoops. Signing out. Signing out. As we put a wrap on this week's lesson, this is Campbell Swoops signing off. By the way, we want to give a shout out to our sponsors, the Southwestern Union of Seventh-day Adventists and Southwestern Adventist University, which has for over 125 years provided a Christ centered education just 20 minutes south of Fort Worth,
0: Texas. We love teaching with personal colleagues, offer quality academics and provide numerous ways to get involved both on campus and across the globe. To learn more, visit swau.edu, or check us out on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Also, be sure to join us again next week as we continue to explore God's Word. You can make sure not to miss an episode by joining us at sabbathschoolrescue.org.